Jeffco requires masks. I'm Stuart McMillan, KJF News for Jeffco this week. So we have a motion and a second on the floor. All in favor of the motion, please say aye. 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 Those opposed? No. Aye. Opposed. Okay, so it passes three to two. It's official. Jefferson County will now require masks. After the health board voted on Wednesday, an executive order is signed by both County Executive Dennis Gannon and the Health Department Director Kelly Vollmer. The public health system has been overwhelmed by the number of cases within our community. Our hospital systems are overloaded. Our health care workers are exhausted. We've worked up to this point in time to try to really educate our community and lean on the recommendations of personal responsibility. And unfortunately, the numbers that we are seeing are just skyrocketing. According to the joint order, anyone 10 years old and up must wear a clean face mask anytime they are or will be in contact with other people in public spaces who are not household members. However, the order lacks disciplinary actions for not wearing a mask, no penalties for businesses not enforcing it. It gives no power to police to write summons or make arrests for not wearing a mask. Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak says they couldn't enforce it anyway. We are incredibly busy as an organization. We have some um, larger scale investigations going on right now. And we continue to answer our calls for service daily that keep us occupied and busy. And unfortunately, you know, we have other things to worry about that are really, you know, I mean, somebody's going to say, oh, this is this is you're in charge of our safety and security of the county and health. And this is a component of that. No, that's what our Department of Health is there for. The health department tried to put a mask mandate in place before Labor Day, but failed to properly put it on the agenda. After much backlash, they rescinded it before it even took effect. Now, three months later, they finally have a mask requirement in place for Jefferson County. It will stay in effect from now until December 21st, at which time the board may implement further restrictions if positive COVID cases don't go down, according to the language in the joint order. Seven new coronavirus-related deaths were added this week, most of them men and women in their 70s and 80s. We've now passed the 100 mark for COVID deaths and over 11,000 cases since March. The county remains at red status. Two people from St. Genevieve were killed Monday afternoon in a five-vehicle traffic accident on Interstate 55 north of Route Z. Highway Patrol says a vehicle driven by 23-year-old Jacob Stevenson of Arnold was traveling north under the posted minimum speed limit when he was hit from behind by a truck driven by James Milstead of Bowling Green. Stevenson's vehicle then ran off the road and overturned. The truck then veered to the left and hit a third vehicle driven by 40-year-old Deanna Vander of Festus. The truck then traveled through the cable barriers, hit two vehicles traveling south on Interstate 55. 66-year-old Rebecca Bird of St. Genevieve was killed in the accident, as was her passenger, 72-year-old Leonard Bird of St. Genevieve. Jacob Stevenson sustained moderate injuries and was taken to Mercy Hospital South. Festa schools want their own field. After using Butch Lucas Field, the local community grass and dirt ball field in West City Park for many years, Festa School Board has unanimously voted in favor of building a new $1.6 million baseball field on the school campus. Festa Superintendent Dr. Link Luttrell. It would be a single field that would be able to be used for both softball as well as baseball, fencing, dugouts, LED lights, restrooms, concessions, the complete 
structure complex yeah. that you would need. We are looking at having turf, all turf field, which would be all turf infield, all turf outfield, which would then allow us then our band could go out there and practice whenever it's not in use, which during the day. Our physical education classes could go out there and use it for PE classes throughout the day. It would be large enough to host even a soccer or football game if needed. If all goes well, the field will be ready next school year. Superintendent Matt Holdinghausen of Crystal City School District says current active COVID cases and quarantine numbers are going down in the district. We have about 10, I'd say, out on quarantine right now. It, ha- it was much higher whenever we had to go virtual. We also had more staff on, on quarantine, but we, you know, we set up for those two weeks, did some virtual learning, and then we got to bring them all back. And like I said, last week and this week, it's been pretty productive. Crystal City will be back to in-person classes on Tuesday the 1st. In related news, COVID has now canceled the Christmas parades in Hillsborough and House Springs that were going to take place December 12th. At the time of this report, DeSoto's Christmas parade was still a go for this coming Saturday, December 5th. A familiar voice to the Cage of Airways has passed away. This is CT coming to you from KJFF Radio in beautiful Festus, Missouri. CT born Carl Travis Givens, local band leader for CT and the retirees, died Friday after some health complications. He was a mainstay in our KJF Sunday lineup, hosting CT's Country Music Hour live every week. This is a song that uh, that I wrote. They tried to buy it from me. CT had a great passion for country music, but just as equally is passionate for our veterans and soldiers serving everywhere, always willing to take the band to Army bases to perform for the troops, give out free music CDs too. CT was 80 years old. Could you hold me in your loving arms so tight? Walk hand in hand with me through eternity. If I fall for you, would you catch me? And that's Jeffco this week. You give us six minutes, we'll give you Jeffco. I'm Stuart McMillan. This is KJF News.